following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of pup talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks, go. 18 years ago yesterday, Jim Rutherford acquired Doug Waite for the Carolina Hurricanes. And guess what? Those Carol- oh. Carolina Hurricanes went on to win the Stanley Cup. Well, guess what? Rutherford and Alvin, they might already be building the statues of them. Doesn't really matter because your Vancouver Canucks are Stanley Cup contenders. Elias Lindholm's on the Canucks. Let's go, baby. You're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Trevor, let me take it away. Let me take it away, Trevor. I got this, okay? Locked On Canucks, Kyle Bound, Trevor Beggs, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters at the top of this show. Who who knows what's on the script? It doesn't matter. F the script. This is different. This is magical. Your Vancouver Canucks, they're Stanley Cup contenders. Your Vancouver Canucks, they want it. They want it more than any other team in the league. Your Vancouver Canucks have the most all-stars in the league. Your Vancouver Canucks have great depth. Your Vancouver Canucks possibly have the Hart Trophy winner on their team, Quinn Hughes. Your Vancouver Canucks have Thatcher Demko. Dude, I'm telling you, this season is different, and we need different, right? We don't know the way to the Stanley Cup, but I feel as if this time around, it's, uh, it's going our way, man. The Vancouver Canucks, we've been saying it for days and days and days and days and weeks and weeks and weeks. Hey, even in the summer, we mentioned it once. Your Vancouver Canucks want the Stanley Cup, and they want it in June of 2024. What a world, man. What a world. Like, it's almost a year to the day that Bruce Pedro got fired. Canucks near the bottom of the standings. Obviously, we talked about the Horvat trade yesterday. That looks like they're going to retool, rebuild, whatever. No, nah, man. We're, again, the Canucks are Stanley Cup contenders. And much like Rutherford and Alvin have done in the past, much like we've talked about on the show, these guys seem destined not to wait. Until the trade mm-hmm. deadline, Rutherford's always like to get his work done early. Uh, now it's two years in a row that they made big trades on All-Star Weekend, but this one's different because this isn't just trading away someone who's do a big contract. This is acquiring someone who can help this team win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. And you traded away assets, but you know we saw proposals out there, uh, mainly the one from The Athletic we brought up a couple of shows ago that said Kuzmenko, Hoaglander, and a first-rounder uh, for Elias Lindholm now. I prefer this package because I think Hoaglander is a very, very valuable piece. Again, mm-hmm. Kuzmenko wasn't working out here, but he traded away Kuzmenko, Hunter Brussels Sprouts or Bruchevitz, um, mm-hmm. selling high on a prospect, perhaps. Um, he's got some upside. There's obviously some risk there. Yanni Yermo, I don't know if this guy's ever going to come over to North America. He hasn't really trended in the right direction. And then a first and a fourth round pick. So at the end of the day, this is a move that a contending team makes. Um, it's a move that we haven't seen a lot of in Vancouver. Uh, and I don't just mean like a, a move in terms of a contending team making a move, but a trade that, you know, it seems like the Canucks maybe didn't win, but got fair value for. Bro, we got that guy. We got that guy that's going to push us over the top. We're making those moves, man. And you're talking about those uh, those people that we gave up. Kuzmenko, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. Brussels Sprouts, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, the, the finished defense and blah, blah, blah. This first round pick, this 17-year-old, 18-year-old that we don't even know. Dude, it was the time to do it this season. I think there's a lot of people in the fan base. Maybe they're not as delusional as you and I, you know, because we've been delusional over the last couple of weeks. We've been saying this whole cup or bust thing for a while. Don't be concerned, okay? If the Canucks were maybe in a different year in your projections, right, that you made up earlier in the year, you would probably say do this, you know? When the team was built for success and they were firing on all cylinders, uh, that's when you want to press these buttons. You know, right now is not the time. Dude, 
The Vancouver Canucks have played 50 games. They're first place in the league. They have all the all-stars. You know what I'm trying to say? This is the time to do it. It's okay that it happened way sooner than we thought. That's sports, baby. And I'll say this again. It's magic. Again, we've never gotten a Stanley Cup. We don't like. We don't know how to get there. And I know it seems as if everything is going right for us. And everything is going perfect for us. And this is kind of unusual. Dude, it's just the way it is. Our city deserves this. And we got a lot of work to do. But I'm really, really proud of that management. To do it on a day like this, too. We're talking about Alvin signing the contract extension. And having that straight face. Answering all these questions like, oh, we're going to have to sacrifice. We might have to sacrifice that that short term for the long term, blah, blah, blah. We may not want to do that, blah, blah, blah. We don't want to be a one-hit wonder, blah, blah. Look what he does, man. What a swaggy dude. What a swaggy dude. Did I did I not tell you a couple things earlier today on that other episode? Who cares about, the, uh, about that other episode? I said that don't be surprised if these two are up to something and we may fleece a GM. Now, I don't know if he fleeced a GM, but they were definitely up to something, up to something big. And supposedly they were, they've been working on this deal since Sunday. It's Wednesday now. And I feel as if Alvin, again, swaggy dude, he did this on purpose, bro. He was like, you know what? Let's make this trade after I signed this three-year deal. I know it's about the team, but, hey, this is my moment. This is my NHL moment right now. Yeah, seriously, man. And it's, uh, I do like the way that Alvin stick-handled the Kuzmenko questions today, knowing that he was shipping Kuzmenko out. I mean, you know, the balls on this guy are unbelievable. But, you know, there's a lot of reasons why you got to like this trade. And I think, again, moving out a guy in Kuzmenko – Again, another example of this management team moving on a guy who didn't fit in here, right? They did it with Tanner Pearson. Um, you know, I, I lost Cobb, by the way, but that's okay. He'll figure it out. Uh, they did it with Tanner Pearson, and now they've done it again with Andre Kuzmenko. They did it with Curtis Lazar last year as well. Um, again, Kuzmenko wasn't working out. So the fact that you can trade Kuzmenko away, bring in Lindholm. And, oh, by the way, Lindholm actually has a lower cap hit than Andre Kuzmenko. Uh, so there's a win there as well. So... Uh, and again, with Lindholm, one of the things I like about it is, you know, this guy, you could argue that he hasn't had a great season. That's true. But a lot of it's coming from finishing ability and line mates, right? You know, this guy is, you know, a year or two removed from having 40 goals, 80 points. Um, you know, last year was fairly productive as well with 64 points, I believe it was. Um, this year, you know, the big drop off has been fewer scoring chances and a lot fewer goals. But you look mm-hmm. at this guy's ability, he's bound to rebound. And I think it's a pretty shrewd bet uh, that he's going to rebound playing with good players. Now, Kyle, maybe I'll ask you this. Where do you envision Lindholm in the lineup, uh, at least in the early going here? Do you think he's going to be on the second line uh, with Mikhaev or Hoaglander? Or is he gonna is it going to be Pedersen, Lindholm, Miller, Besser? As JS said earlier, I think he's going to be playing with Hoaglander and Pedersen, man. I think it's going to happen eventually, the all-Swedish line, right? The new IKEA line, 2.0. I feel it, man. I feel as if him and Patterson are going to be really good for each other. And, you know, you brought up a couple things. The, the whole, uh, oh, he's struggling and is, uh, he's regressing and blah, blah, blah. Look, I know Calgary's gotten a lot of cooler uh, socially, you know. They're not the lamest place in the world anymore, but the hockey team has been pretty lame. And they've gone through a lot of changes. And any player, any player is getting a lot less points, unless you're McDavid, when you lose guys like Goudreau and Kachuk. Hey, face it. Face the Canucks, man. If JT Miller doesn't have Pedersen or if he doesn't have Quinn Hughes, he's dropping 20 points. He's dropping 15 points. It th- those things happen. So I think we got to get accustomed to the fact, and again, this is me being delusional, that we're going to get the best Elias Lindholm. An excited Elias Lindholm and be a dude who is what? How, how many points does this guy have a couple years ago? Still a really good player. Like yeah. one of the best right. players, one of the best forwards, one of the best two-way players when he's hitting in hockey is on your team and playing with... <laughs> Elias Patterson, who happens to be another guy who 
is exceptional at the two-way game. This yeah. is ideal. I think a lot of people on Twitter, uh, some of the smarter people than me, and I don't know if you can uh, you can attest to this as well, and let us know in the comments in the live chat or, or below as well. It, it, was this the perfect guy for the Vancouver Canucks to get, or was that Jake Gensel? Like, answer that. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Elias Lindholm here for two reasons. One, the acquisition co cost was lower than what it would have been for Jake Gensel. I think with Gensel, you know, Gensel's a better player than Lindholm. You're trading away at first and one of LeCarrie Macri or Willander, 100%. Um, I think the other reason I really like Lindholm is because he's a right-shot center, which the Canucks don't really have. Mm -hmm. And not only is he a right-shot center, but I think we talked about a couple shows ago when we were mentioning Lindholm as a trade candidate. He's got one of the best face-off win percentages in the NHL. So now you're adding a guy to your arsenal who can play on the power play, who can kill penalties, who is a mm -hmm. right shot center that this team doesn't have, who mm -hmm. wins 55 to 56 percent of his faceoffs. Right? Sounds and like now, a talking guy. About... Sounds yeah, like a right exactly guy. right. Yeah. And I think earlier in the season, you know, we were talking about Pedersen being able to win more faceoffs, but now you can kind of slide Pedersen to the wing or have Lindholm take the majority of the faceoffs, and they got Lindholm and Miller, who are two of the best centermen in the league. I mean. Man, oh man, I can't. I still can't believe it. Feels like we're in a dream world, man. Like, where the hell am Yo, I even recording? Should I take off man? my shirt? Should I take off my shirt? Should I take off my shirt? Honestly, man, uh, I, I, I am super excited and and I'm happy for the people. But I don't know, man. I think I've been uh, just thinking about this for so long that it already felt like it happened. And that's not me going out of the way to be a psychic or uh, this extraordinary Hindu hockey podcaster about the Vancouver Canucks. No, it was just obvious, man. It was just obvious, even though the Canucks are in year one or year one and a half of this retool, rebuild, Alvin Rutherford, blah, blah, blah. Dude, when it hits like this and it's been hitting all season, look at the fancy stats, look at the numbers, look at the uh, the goal differential, right? And then look at the goal differential. Dude, the Canucks are at the top. <laughs> so when these things happen in the world of sports, you got to go all in. And now I got to bring up the dark stuff. I got to do it. I got to do it because this is why they probably really needed Lindholm too. Bro, he plays center. Bro, Elias Pettersson may not be back. It's just the truth. And if you're going to give up a lot of assets, I don't think the Vancouver Canucks are done yet. And maybe they know there's a good chance Elias Pettersson's not coming back. They can get some assets back in a trade for him. They got to go all in this season. It's just what it is. Like If Pettersson isn't talking to the Vancouver Canucks and it's trade deadline season and your team's in first place, you got to understand that this is your year to go all in. And that's just the truth. It's It hurts. It hurts. But that's just the truth. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I know you got you you brought it out of, out of obligation because you know you're speaking from the heart there, Kyle. But uh, I'll say I, it's easy to tie the two together. Like Lindholm's insurance in case Pedersen leaves. No, that's that's a terrible insurance policy, right? If Pedersen leaves, it, it, you got to rethink. You got to rethink yeah. like a lot of things of what's going on with this team. So I'm not looking at it that way. I'm looking at it as a team getting ready to go win the Stanley Cup. Mm. Uh, on the other side, let's talk a bit about the Canucks, where they rank among cup contenders, where their cup odds are now at, because, you know, those bet those betting platforms, they, they're they speedy. And let's talk about, you know, how they almost got Chris Tanev and if they can still get Chris Tanev. So Ooh. a few things to touch on on the other side. Oh, hey, we're nothing without the fans, and we're also nothing without hey, the sponsors. Bust the move. You know. bust, the move. bust the move. Just dance, mm. bro. Relax, bro. We're not just mm. hockey. Hot. Come on, man. We're mm. fans, bro. Just dance. Oh, move the shoulders, baby. Hey, Canucks fans, we doing it. We want the cup. The spirit is there. And hockey matters, and you should be proud. And be proud of Alvin and Rutherford, too, because not only are they endorsing that group of men, sweaty men, the sweaty men that we love watching every now and then, uh, they're endorsing this fan base, too, man. For real. They're feeding us, too. And this is, uh, this is scary for the rest of the NHL. It was already scary. Again, look at the goal differential. We weren't getting lucky. We were good. We're the best team in the league the whole season.
it's going to be a whole lot harder to beat us. Uh, I wish the Canucks were playing tomorrow. Unfortunately, they're not, but we'll have you covered here on Locked On Canucks. Uh, a few more minutes of Lindholm talk, Chris Tanev talk, Stanley Cup odds talk on the other side. But first, let's shout out two of our sponsors. First off, we got Jay's Medical. I know we come to sports and Locked On Canucks to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life. And hey, there's some damn good escaping right now, okay? The Canucks got Elias Lindholm. But okay, let's just talk for a minute about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, Pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of one of the worst flu seasons in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if Kyle or if one of my bros got sick or couldn't get them. You know what up? Because supply chain issues kept them from life-saving medications and you know what pills that they needed. Thankfully, we know we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to you and you and even you. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be, be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than right now. Go to jacemedical.com and use code offer code locked on to get 20 bucks off your order. All right, let's wrap it up there. Kyle, man, you're burning the calories of those dance moves. Let's get going. You want to you want to burn some more calories? You want to keep being healthy? Make sure you use Factor, okay, baby? Because Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery service takes the stress and a meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year, just like an, acquis- an acquisition for Lee's Home would do. Let's go, baby. 2024 is the year for your Vancouver Canucks, and it's also the year where, you know, you can save some money on that overpriced takeout trap, okay? Skip that overpriced takeout trap because Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. Get chef-crafted, restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Two minutes! Yeah, it's one more minute than I need, okay? Which means, guess what? More time for you. When things get hectic, Factor is flexible. Change up your order every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week. If you're a bodybuilder like Kyle, let's go. Or hey, you can even pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. So head to factormeals.com slash locked on NHL 50 and use code locked on NHL 50 to get 50% off. That's code locked on NHL 50 at factormeals.com slash locked on NHL 50 to get 50% off. Okay, okay, we back on another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. That right there is Trevor Beggs, your Vancouver Canucks. I mean, they were contenders yesterday, and now they may be favorites across the league. Today, you know what I'm saying? And now I'm seeing this. We acquired our sixth all-star player. Mm-hmm. We also have Keegan saying, I can't believe we made a Tarasenko deadline deal. Fingers crossed. I feel like Lindholm just brings more to the table. He brings a lot more to the table, and he's going to be more useful and more impactful in all areas of the ice, and that screams playoff success. For team, you know, here, here's the thing too, Trevor. I'll, I'll bring this up. You know, a lot of people talking about the, how the Vancouver Canucks are, you know, a team that lacks experience, and you need experience, and without experience, you're not really a contender. Well, what if you beat experience with elite two-way players? Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw a I'm going to throw Pedersen in that mix. I'm going to throw Lindholm's got to do, you know, he's got a lot, lot to prove, but he can get there. I think Besser's two-way game has been way, 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 way better and underrated for the Vancouver Canucks. And JT Miller, not the perfect player, but he's definitely made strides. Yeah. Here's something that no Canuck player can currently say. 
is that they've been a Selkie, a top 10 Selkie candidate in three NHL seasons. Elias Lindholm has. He was top 10 in Selkie voting in 2018-19. He was top 10 in 2022-23. And he was the runner-up to Patrice Bergeron in 2021-22. That's nothing that Tarasenko could say, right? I know our, our commentator there brought Tarasenko. You know, Lindholm is a well-rounded player. And again, I think mm. one of the big flaws in Calgary, the reason why he wasn't succeeding this year, he wasn't playing with elite talent. Mm-hmm. This time, this year, he's going to be playing with elite talent with your Vancouver Canucks. It'll likely be Elias Pettersson. Man, oh man, Sweden. Sweden. Can't Love you, Sweden. It. You did it again. Patrick Alvin, Elias Lindholm. Oh, wow. Man, I didn't oh, even think of that. Yeah, seriously, man. A lot of a lot of a lot of sweet love in Vancouver. Uh, Kyle, I know I know you're a biased fan, but uh, where do you think the Canucks rank right now among Stanley Cup contenders? And you know I'm going to be bringing up those betting odds. Yeah, well, the betting odds are definitely going to change. And bro, I know we got a lot more people here that we than we usually do on the li- the live stream right now. But uh, the people know the locked on everydayers know. I've been saying it for a long time. You know, we already that team. We already that team. Straight up, I was going to be confident even even if we made no moves. But the, the endorsement that, again, this management group is giving Tockett and company, I think it's going to go a long way. And, dude, the Canucks are winning the Stanley Cup, man. Get ready for it. Hey, one love to uh, JS for sending the Super Chat. And also, Boom Scoom. Sending us that dollar, bro. Begsy, you can have it. You can have it, bro. Can you buy car yes. flags for a dollar? Is it too early to put the car flags on? Man, oh, man. Okay, so we had a great comment earlier, and, and you may allude to this in your Chris Tanner take, but... Uh, I think uh, Matt Folgers, okay? That's the guy's name. He was saying something amongst the lines of uh, Alvin isn't done yet. Now, Alvin wanted Chris Tanev too. Chris Tanev wanted Vancouver. That may still happen. Uh, I think the easy answer is like, oh, do you think that's going to happen? Do you think he still wants Tanev? Like, F that question. I, I want to say this. <laughs> like, What else would the Vancouver Canucks have to give up in that package that was given for Lindholm to give get Chris Tanev? Because in my eyes... I know this is me maybe being delusional. Maybe it was like another first round pick in like next year's draft. Like how far were they from getting Chris Tanev to Vancouver? Cause they did give like, I'm not going to say like it's equal value for Lindholm. You know, like they got a lot for Lindholm. They gave up a lot. So how, how much further w- w- were they from getting Tanev? Yeah. I mean, you look right now, the Canucks don't have a first and a second in this year's draft. You know, I'm, you don't really don't want to trade your first rounder in 2025 for a guy like Tanev is 34, as good as he is. I mean, the guy's 34 years old. I think there's we another the road to go though, down. Man. I think if you can trade a second-round pick, that would be more ideal. Uh, maybe it's a second in Pod Colson. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, whoa, maybe whoa, I'm whoa, thinking whoa. about the picks. But, uh, but yeah, I think, again, trading a first-round pick, again, next year, who knows what's going to happen next year. You know the first-round pick this year is going to be one of the lowest in the draft. Uh, maybe hit us up in the comments and let us know. But I have hesitancy about trading a first-round pick for a guy who Chris Hanover is 34 years old as much as I like the player. Um I would rather trade even like a second and a prospect like Ratty or Podcles, to be honest. But even even that feels a little steep to me. I'll have to give that one some thought over time. Another guy I really yeah. like on the trade market is Sean Walker. But here's the one thing I did want to bring up about it, right? There's smoke out there about Nikita Zadorov, the Canucks potentially trying to move in. Again, I mentioned a few minutes ago, this team has flipped Lazar. They flipped Pearson. They flipped Kuzmengo. They flipped guys if they don't fit into this team. I could certainly see them now. I was less bullish on it about 48 hours ago. But um, I can see it now. The Canucks flipping Zadorov and acquiring Tanov. After this trade, again, the Canucks gained about 700000 oh. in cap space. Right? If, I'm, if my math's right on that, Kuzmenko for Lindholm, 650000 So with the uh, their LTIR, they have an estimated $1.8 million in cap space. So you move out Zadorov, you acquire Tanov, 
you have the cash base to do that for sure. Ever, man. Why are you going to give up Zadorov after he's dropping the gloves to defend the players, man? Don't you think Zadorov at his best and in, in points in the playoffs can give you something similar to a player like Radko Gudis? Okay, my, my question to you, I, I like Zadorov. I think he's been good. Uh, I think the Canucks can win without him. Uh, I think Zadorov's been good, though. Don't get me wrong. And he does bring an element that no one on this team really has, although I think Joshua, again, is like second in the league in hits. Um, so I'm not necessarily in love with the idea, but I do think, again, kind of judging what the Canucks have done, you know, you've seen Talkett not want to play guys on their left side. And what they have on their left side right now, four guys who can play, right? Mm-hmm. Zadorov, Cole, uh, Susie, and Hughes, right? So unless you flip one of those guys, which Talkett has very, been very reluctant to do, seems like one of them has to be the odd man out and you probably of that group are flipping Zadorov. Someone, someone asking it is Tanev better than Zadorov. Yes. Defensively, hundred percent. Defensively a hundred percent. And I think like if you add, if you add Tanev to the mix, you can kind of see the Canucks getting closer and closer to such a clean and efficient game. I think like they can get to, another level of dominance because when you have guys like Tyler Myers and Nikita Zodorov both playing in the same game, dude, it opens up the the opportunity, especially under pressure, that playoff pressure where mistakes are going to happen. Yeah. So I could definitely see the Canucks not wanting both those guys in their lineup at the same time. Yeah, they played well, and we've gotten to this place in the standings with them, but dude, the mentality is so, so different. I think like their chips are all in, you know, and if they have an opportunity to even get better, I don't think they're going to be scared of sacrificing the chemistry to make it happen. Now, again, I kind of respect Zadorov for giving us something different for days and days and days and days and game after game after dude. So many players are taking their liberties on Quinn Hughes and Patterson. And uh, it looked kind of bleak even when Luke Shen left and then Zadorov came in and kind of replaced it just a bit, just a bit. So I kind of like Zadorov and I'll, I do want to see him in the playoffs. And I feel like he can do something similar to Ratko Gudis and his importance to Florida, et cetera, in the playoffs. Yeah, here's another thing I'm tossing around in my head too, right? The Canucks, again, I mentioned it uh, with LTIR room, about $1.8 million in cap space. Maybe that first rounder for Tanev or Sean Walker hits another name, another guy I really yeah. like in Philadelphia there. Maybe a first round pick makes sense that those teams are retaining so you can keep Zadora up and acquire one of those defensemen. Then your defense is loaded. Your forward looks pretty, looking pretty damn good. You're on a couple of first-round picks, though. That makes this year really, really an all-in year for this team, you know? Oh, it's all in, bro. It's, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's it's, it's January 31st. Pedersen wants to wait to the offseason to talk to Alvin. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of have to it, – it's, 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 it's like that, man. It's like that. Now, I want to bring up Pedersen again in a couple more minutes. I, again, maybe I'm getting too dark. For once, I'm the darkest guy on the program. But I want to talk about this, okay? Do you think we paid an inner – tax to our division rivals in the Calgary Flames in that Lindholm deal. That's what Keegan is asking. Yo, maybe we did, but what we also did was get ahead of all the other contenders because there's some other teams that were going to get Lindholm, and now we got Lindholm. Yeah, I, I honestly think the price for Lindholm is pretty fair. Uh, you know, Kuzmenko, again, good player, but wasn't working out here. Uh, Brusevich is a B prospect. Yanni Yermo, again, I don't think he's ever touching the NHL. And a first round pick, which is a wow. good cost. Like I, I don't think there's an inter division tax. I thought it was a f- pretty fair deal. So if anything, I think the Canucks maybe deserve a pat on the back for paying market price, even though they traded with a division rival. Um, mm-hmm. One other thing I did want to mention is is Tyler Myers, right? And I see some of the commenters mentioning, and I was tossing it around. Look, the reason I haven't mentioned Myers as a trade candidate is because the management's straight up come and said they don't want to trade Tyler mm-hmm. Myers, right? So and they want to they want more right shot defensemen. So. 
I mean, I think Myers has been better. He still looks pretty mistake prone, but Zadorov's been, been mistake prone too. Like, let's just not get too obsessed with the big shiny object here. Both Zadorov and Myers have similarities in the sense that they bring something you like, but they also make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, there was also a comment on Tanev being an injury prone player. I'm pretty sure I heard that he's only missed 12 games. He's missed 17 games. He's missed 17 his... games in the last four seasons. Yeah. And the only time he missed games is when he blocked a shot with his mother and face, you know? And think I'll about this, okay? Think about this. I kept saying, I kept using the term magic, and I've been using that term all year. Again, delusional, again, high on the Canucks, again, 420 from BC. I smoke a lot of that BC, but I'm high all the time, okay? It is what it is on that West Coast buys. But <laughs> if we're bringing up magical, we got to go back, what, 20 plus years? Ray Bork, Colorado, Chris Tanna, Vancouver, same ish, man. <laughs> <laughs> same caliber defenseman. Drunk, man. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yo, bring home the cup, man. Bring home the cup. Have that swagger. And remember, yo, the Edmonton Oilers can keep on winning. The Vegas Golden Knights can turn it on in the second half of the season. Who cares, man? Who cares? The only team that matters is the Vancouver Canucks. Rick talking and company, their professionalism. Let's level up. I wonder how much this energizes the core. And uh, here's the Patterson take again. I mean, Alvin did bring up in the press conference that he does need players to take less. That's how you build, like, that winning environment. Uh, yeah. You also win the in winning environment by bringing in the best players. Like, how do you think Pedersen's feeling after this? I mean, they brought in another. I think he's got to be man. feeling pretty good. He's got to be yeah. feeling pretty good. Another yeah. Swedish stud in the mix. You know, Pedersen wants to win. He wants to win a Stanley Cup. And all this trade does is help the Canucks win a Stanley Cup. Uh, before we get out of here, I did want to mention the Canucks Cup odds, okay? So we, okay. We, we usually bring up FanDuel, which, again, is a little lower on the Canucks than most betting platforms. But FanDuel had the Canucks with the 12th best Cup odds. Uh, and before, uh, this was earlier today, I had the 12th best cup odds. The Canucks are now up to the 10th best cup odds. But let me list the teams in front of you, in front of the Canucks, in terms of better odds to win the cup, okay? The Colorado Avalanche, the Edmonton Oilers, the Boston Bruins, the Florida Panthers, the Carolina Hurricanes, the New York Rangers, the Dallas Stars, the Toronto Maple Laughs, and the Vegas Golden Knights. Which one of those teams scares you? Because the answer for me is none. The Canucks can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with any of the goddamn teams in the NHL right now. And man, yeah. oh man, I have not said enough of that in my lifetime. Let's go, baby. It's the team in the mirror. That's the only team that scares me, man. The Canucks are the only team that can get in their way. And, you know, bringing in a bit of help to kind of shock this team and kind of forcefully remind them that there's so much more to do may be a good thing for their psychology. Because there's a lot of things going on and they're ahead of the standings and they're still a learning group. And I, I think somebody brought it up. Uh, I got to do a better job at pinning these comments, but uh, right here. Mr. Whale, trust in management. These guys are awesome. And then we had Andrew. Shout out to Andrew. Trust in Alvin. All the trades he's made so far has played out, played out well. Uh, that's another thing. Trust to professional scouting. Trust that they know Elias Lindholm can bring not just a lot more. I'm talking a lot, lot more to the table. Like Elias Lindholm can get back to being a top 20 forward, a top 20, 25 forward. Overall, two-way forward. Be dynamic for your Vancouver Canucks. And that makes it a lot easier for us to win games. Man, oh, man, Sethos, man. Come on, man. Colorado scares me. Come on. Nobody scares me. Go, Canucks. Go. Can't believe it's happening. Actually, that's a lie. I do believe it's happening. We're in first place. Begsy, I got to go. I got to get with my family. I know you got to get back with your family. One love to all the people. Subscribe. Hit the like button. You're Canucks every day, sometimes twice a day. Begsy Bowen, doing it because we can. Doing it because the Don't Do's Art Lab 2, home of the West Coast Bias. Sign us out. Hey, shout out to the everydayers, the occasional listeners, first time listeners, new subscribers, and each and every one of you that joined us here on the live feed. Hey, guess what? We love each and every one of you, your families, and your dogs too, okay? 
You're, again, Kyle said it, Monday to Friday, Canucks, Locked On Canucks, your team every day. We're going to be back at you tomorrow morning, going live around noon. If you want to join us again or if you want to catch us after the fact, we'll be available wherever you stream podcasts and on YouTube. But for now, we got to get out of here. Again, the Canucks acquire Elias Lindholm, going all in for the cup. Let's go, baby. I'm Trevor Beggs. That guy's Kyle Bow, and you've been listening to Locked On Canucks. Oh, man, we barely talked about Andre Kuzmenko. I love it, man. Hey, this season matters, okay? Kuzmenko can pick it up again. He can be that player next year, but this season matters. Go Canucks, go. You're Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network.